right. Was there some some tears in 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 your eyes when you watched this one, Phil? Got a little misty. I'm not gonna lie. A little misty. Yep. One of my favorite games of all time. Mist. Mist. <laughs> Just saying. That's that's my segue into welcome to the Nerd Trek podcast. <laughs> Thank you for joining Yay. us. That was convincing. <sighs> it's, a sad, it's a sad day. It is a sad day. It's it's well, so it's we're here to discuss the final episode of Picard season one um, uh, at in Arcadia Ego part de the de like hot shots part de <laughs> the best of the hot shots yeah. of course um, yeah so it was it's a weird you know because I remember if if you guys didn't know I went to the premiere of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shut your mouth. That, se- that seems like so long <laughs> ago. It's <ooh. laughs> it seems like so long ago though to watch that, and then it was like, oh my god, I was like I, you know, I can't wait for you guys to, you know, watch this, and they're like, what's going to happen? And then I was like, so I mean, ten weeks. Uh, that's uh, it's been a long ride. It's weird, and it, and it blew by. It, it really did, did, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm. Um, Phil, yeah, you're a big TNG fan. You're a Trekkie. What's your, let's do this. What's your kind of feel for the whole season? And then going into the episode, what were your, your thoughts going into this one? Um, yeah, for me, there was a lot of buildup going into this one, a lot of unanswered questions, which is good. And we got a lot of resolution and some stuff we called some stuff we were off the mark on, but overall for me, it, it really, I mean, Gosh, it hit all the buttons it needed to hit. There's lots of feels. Uh, there's some good action scenes, though, still. Uh, yeah. We got a little vengeance for Hugh, which was nice. Uh, fuck you, Nerissa. Um, I mean, um, there was... Um, no, there was a, a lot of really good stuff. And just... Um, yeah, I, I mean... And, and Daddy Will Rikers came back, so it was great. good. Hey, you look damn good. There's a great picture of him every time he's in the captain's chair, like yeah. the way he kind of leans yep. to the side and forward of like there's like season one, season three, season four, season six, season seven, and then in generations and now and and then uh, like in uh, all good things when they do the flash forwards and he's the captain of the Enterprise D with like the weird third and they sell on it. Yeah. But they, it's like all those pictures side by side. He he's lead. like, all they got the same pose in each one. And he's like in some <laughs> different, he's either like baby face Riker with no beard or he's like gray or in some different phase. It's it's really cool to see. That was great. But yeah. So for me, this was a great episode. It hit, it hit everything it needed to hit. And we got some resolution and we left a little bit out there for next season. So that was good to see. Yeah, that was kind of my vibe. I was like, I think they're going to wrap up most of it, but then they're going to leave those tidbits to like, well, we, this is our segue into next season. So mm-hmm. Dave, what's your thoughts on that? Um, it was good. I, I, I really enjoyed it. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. I mean, I, I'm never going to have as much to say as Phil is going to about it. I, I enjoyed it. I was hoping for kind of this last hurrah battle between like the mm. board cube and Starfleet and the Romulans. And don't get me wrong. I know Star Trek usually isn't about that, which is why I was interested in it. It 
So the fact mm-hmm. that they kind of like went to a standoff and then they decided to get the Romulans to leave and then it didn't really come to a fight. I was like, okay, we got some good fight scene in there. We got some good spaceship battle scene, but I was hoping for this like giant climactic thing uh, between Romulans and Starfleet and the board cube and these like whatever these super advanced synth creatures were supposed to be and everything and they did kind of like they went up to a point and then they just decided to back away from it and that in my never-ending quest to compare everything to star wars uh it 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 reminded me of of the frustration i felt in the middle of the last jedi when they had the scene where ray and kylo ren are like both in the, the room where they've killed everybody and they're like let's join let's do this let's remake everything they came to this great point where they could have done something amazing and then i feel like they just decided to back off of it and go back to the status quo and i'm like "Mm, like come on Mm -hmm. you had a chance to do something really kind of revolutionary or something that hasn't been seen before in this whole thing and then and sometimes writers are afraid to do that because it can mean a huge risk towards alienating fans and such so yeah i can see that well, well, I think there's some things in the in the end that well, I've already seen um, fans are like pushing back on, which I and I don't know if I completely agree with, but I we'll we'll get into that. Uh, yeah, a lot to unpack in this one. Um, I think it for for me it, it 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 hit most of the points. I yeah, I mean, I would be cool if maybe they took maybe some some daring and kind of did you know jumped off the edge a little bit to do something new, but I get where they were going. Um, overall, I enjoyed it. I think I, I'm going to give it a break maybe for a couple months while I'm doing, you know, TOS and then I'm watching Voyager as well. I think I'll do that. And then I think I'm going to binge it, uh, kind of get that vibe of like, let's watch all 10 episodes and see how it feels then. So, mm-hmm. cause I'll still be in isolation. I'm sure by then. <laughs> yeah. It'll, it'll be a good rewatch. I think. Yeah. And, and I, like you said, yeah, just like one weekend and just binge the whole thing. Yeah. Or one day, depending on how I feel. <laughs> right. A good 10 hour day. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am going to miss, um, you know, staying up on Wednesday nights until midnight or like 1130 and texting film, be like, Hey, are you staying up? Let's I go. I'm going to miss that. It's up. It's up. It's up. It's up. Yeah. Go, go, go. Yeah. I'm going to miss that. Cause I don't mm. with, um, so with the coronavirus and the lockdown, I know, discovery has been delayed a little bit because they were in post and that's been slowed a little bit. Um, there was a teaser on this saying coming soon. I don't know when that is. And then obviously that's going to push back lower decks, the animated show, and then anything else that they're Everything. doing. Yeah. You know, so kind of trickles down. Yeah. So this is, I mean, I, I know there's more Star Trek, Star Trek in the works. It's coming. I, we just don't know when. So that's, yeah. that's kind of the last of new Star Trek for a while. Mm. So we have well, to watch the other 700 hours. Yeah, and and that's okay. I mean, it'll be a nice break. And yeah. when we get a... The excitement will start building up again when we get a second... A season two release date for Picard. Yeah, I'm guessing it'll be roughly the same. Probably next January, February. Uh, assuming things the, still... Yeah, as long as things continue on like they are. Yeah. yeah, hopefully. You know, they they could shave off, you know, an episode, do do nine episodes and maybe stay on schedule or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how things work. I don't know. All right, let's get into this episode. So, uh, a lot, yeah, a lot to unpack in this one. So, as we left off, um, Narek scurried away, helped by. She was. I don't think she was in in evil synth. She was just scared, and she's trying to save her people. So that's why she murdered 
one of the other since and blamed it on Narek and let him go. Picard has been kind of arrested and in like imprisoned in his little uh, lovely apartment. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. And then yeah. yeah, Rios and Rafi are in their ship and um, uh, Seven and Elnor are back on the cube. So that's kind of where they're at. Okay, yep. so Seven and Elnor. So Narek gets back to the cube. Seven and Elnor are there. Um, Narek sneaks around, finds his sister. Uh, and then we get some more swearing. She asked if he's, you know, fucked anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another synth. Yeah. yeah. Um, he grabs some explosives. He And then he leaves. But then Seven discovers Nerissa. And then they get into a thing and she fucking kicks her off a, like a cliff basically inside the uh the cube that was awesome yeah pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. so she's she's dead I this one's hate. for hugh <laughs> yeah um which I, people were saying that that's out of character for her but i'm like well but it's been 20 years since you've yeah. seen her maybe a lot's happened in 20 years people can change yeah so. there's, there's not really a set like in character right now for seven yeah, this is a this is a whole new side of her personality that we're seeing in yeah. this show, and I think that's what's upsetting people about what they saw with, of her in Voyager. They're like, "Oh no, because her and Chakotay, or you know, this would never be who she is." And I think it's it's ruining that. But I'm like, you know, people grow and change over time. I'm not who I was, you know, at 17 than I am at 37. So no. God no, I hope I'm not. <laughs> well, and I like it because it showed that she's developed her humanity and her personality and everything have really developed over the last 20 years since Voyager ended. Right. So yeah. I'm, fi- I'm fine. With, I'm fine with seven as she is. Yeah. If she was the exact same, I'd be like, well, there's oh, just writing the same character. Yeah. That's, yeah. you know, so I'm, I, yeah. So she kills her. Um, they, you know, yeah, I, I, they don't really do much with the rest of the Borg. I was kind of hoping they would have done something more like either. Yeah. Get the Borg to, you know, their, their weapons up or something. Yeah, yeah. I, what... I thought for I thought for sure the cube was going to play a bigger role in the finale. I thought they were going to figure out a way to get it repaired and it was going to play some part. But no, just kind of sat there. It was just like, there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I totally didn't. I didn't think it was going to like fly and like be some kind of major part of the battle. But something they managed to lure some of the ships down and they take it out or something. Yeah. yeah or extend their Borg shielding around the 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 city or town or whatever you want to call it there or something. I'm like, come on guys, give me something here. Yeah. 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 But you know, but it is what it is, you know? Um, no. And, and yeah, and the way everything worked out, I was totally fine with, with that. So I was like, okay, not a big deal. Right. No, absolutely. Um, okay. So they do that. Um, so Picard is, yeah, basically under house arrest. Um, but Dr. Girardi, um, is kind of playing it up that she's going to help them, but you can kind of get the vibe that she's going to like, she's up to something. So yes, she decides to help uh, up a card. Um, she lures away other. Oh my gosh. That whole, that whole scene when, uh, Agnes pulls the eyeball out of the other synth. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. She's like, I am so sorry. And you hear. like, I was like, did she just play? And sure enough, like the next scene, she's like walking around with this eyeball and she's like retinal scanner. Here you go. Have an eyeball. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, she, she's already murdered somebody. That's she's fine. She can. I know. Right. 
yeah. that, that whole scene though i was just like what the hell? and i was like oh okay i see what she's doing she's got to get around so hey she does um yeah so we get that um the uh so yeah she's gonna help picard um because he's gonna try and talk to soji like you know obviously don't don't give in to your fear. There's some great lines about, you know, fear is what fear is the worst educator. Something is a bad teacher. Fear is a bad teacher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something like that. It's an improper educator or something inconsistent. Yeah. It was something negative. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and Dr. Sung, Alton Sung, um, she finds, um, or she, he finds like a recording of how the other synth was killed and he learns that it was one of his synths and mm-hmm. then she let Nair go. So now he, what, so here's, here's what I liked. I liked that he was like, okay, I'm onto this now. I'm on your side because my, my person fucked up. Like there's, yeah. there's no like hemming and hawing back and forth. He's just like, nope, I'm on board. We're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, okay, you guys were right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so so that's kind of where he's at. And then back on the ship, Rios and Rafi are talking, and Narek goes to them um, and explains everything. And he's got his explosives, and they're kind of on board with him. And then Elnor comes. He wants to kill Narek, but they're like, no, 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 it's cool. <laughs> We're all cool now. Um, and yeah, which we, I, w- I was kind of surprised at that. Just the way yeah. that whole thing went down, I was like, oh, really? You all are going to trust this dude now? Mm. But I think they in, inherently had some apprehension about synths in general. And they're like, yeah. okay, yeah, now, now the other kind of acting up. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this is where we get introduced to this magical uh, instrument thing that I don't quite know where it came from. Was it just there? The little handheld thing that you use your imagination and it does whatever you want kind of thing? I, I was trying to remember back. I thought we had seen him use it to repair something in a previous episode, yeah. but it was a really brief scene. I was, I couldn't remember where it was from though. I don't, but I, he, I thought they, I thought they'd introduced it before. Yeah. He could, said could, someone gave it to him, but I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. I don't yeah. know. It's going to come back later. It was freaking cool though. Yeah, it was, was cool. Like, hmm, okay. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, so we learn while Narek is there, he basically explains kind of what this, um, it's an event called Gen, Genmaden, which is funny. Cause then they go, Oh, it's like Ragnarok. And I was like, Oh my God, Ragnarok. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like this Romulan apocalypse, um, that, uh, one's a destroyer. They send out a beacon and this is, it's like the end of the world. It's like their, their apocalypse yeah. story. So, um, we get that. Um, uh, what else? You guys chime in here. I don't know. There's a lot of plot in this one. I mean, there is, there's a lot. And I'm, like I said, I know Phil was like, Oh, it touches every little thing. I was like, it was okay, but it was a little disappointing. And I think part of that is we did something that has happened to me many times where we write a better finale than they can really possibly make necessarily or and so by the time it comes it's like oh i've got this great idea like it should oh okay yeah yeah i loved the idea that they somehow time travel and created the borg and stuff like that and i was like that's so cool and instead it's like oh here's a little portal and we'll have some doc ock arms kind of poke their way out of it and they get shoved back in which i was like if you close the portal why wouldn't whatever's through already be through like at least have a little bit like (laughs) you know (laughs) 
some invisible some invisible Adonis hand like shoved it back through. <laughs> so some like, green <laughs> hand comes out. <laughs> shoved that it back in before funk. it closed. I was like, okay. That'd be great. But Oh, I think my dad texted me. He's like, Oh, don't forget to mention this on your podcast. And now I don't remember what it was. So, <laughs> I don't remember. Sorry, man. I'm sorry, Dad. If only there was a way to go back and look at text messages that had been sent to you. Yeah, I don't know how that works. <laughs> um Okay, so yeah, they do that. Um, yeah, so Picard tried to get a signal out as well to Starfleet saying, hey, we're not at the Starbase anymore. Send the fleet here. Um, the Romulan fleet shows up, led by Commander O. So, of course. Yeah. So her her jig is up. Um, mm-hmm. she, she lost her jig. Commander O did not get her, her jig back. <laughs> I don't know. Even though even though (laughs) Riker was the obvious pick to be like leading the fleet, I was like, oh come on, that was a great chance to have some kind of like cameo or somebody behind him, his number one there being somebody else or something like that. Like Worf just walks by. Something like that. (laughs) Waves, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know if this was just a personal thing. I didn't expect it to be like 500 of the same ship. I was like, how come there isn't like a, a, a myriad and a smattering of different designs? Because every time like an Excelsior class, a Constitution class, yeah. Or, yeah. And well, I haven't even seen that much Star Trek, and I know every time they've done a scene with multiple ships, it's usually different types, right? Well, they had mentioned too that the Romulans <laughs> were still rebuilding their fleets and everything from everything that's happened. So I'm wondering if that all those warbirds are just the that's like the easiest ship to build it's the fastest well, i'm not so talking about the romulans i'm talking about the starfleet, starfleet. well no Riker does say he says um oh i'm here and this is our newest advanced most advanced ship and i've got 200 of them yeah our biggest yeah, baddest ass yeah so i mean i get it, it but there are other fine, classifications Plus, it saves on it saves on CG if you just copy and paste the same ship. I know. I know. <laughs> you you got to think about you know financials here. These are small um, things, but it was just things that bugged me a little. I was like, eh. I know. We spared no expense. <laughs> yeah, but hired one IT guy. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, so during all this, so before that, yeah, so Picard gets up in Rio's ship and they fix it and go up and then he's, so basically, and I think this is the the vibe that we're getting. He's going to sacrifice himself to show that like, don't give in to fear. I'm, I'm showing you that I'm going to, I, I know you don't trust me, but I'm going to give my life to save yours. And, mm-hmm. um, they use that same tool thing that Rios was using. They're like, oh, let's just duplicate all of our ships. So they make like holographic ships yeah. of theirs. Yeah, they used the um, car maneuver, which so is, that is actually, they mentioned it. I was gonna say, right, that is a thing. I, I didn't realize yeah. it is a thing. It, but I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was against the the Ferengi and the Stargazer. He warped like a half a light year ahead or something, and it like had like a dupl- a duplicate image. Yeah, it was just like the fa- a very fast jump to warp, and it like tricks the, the sensors into making it look like they're in the same place, like there's two ships, because mm. it can't tell the difference for a split second. Yeah. That's all the advantage you need. Well, it's funny because um, I know on a kind of a behind the scenes thing on TNG, they dubbed the Picard maneuver is when Patrick Stewart would like tug on his jacket and pull yeah, it down. The pull down. Yeah. That's, <laughs> they, they would call it that too. So, <laughs> um, so they're up there. He's battling the Romulans. They're going back and forth um, until, yeah. And then, you know, Star- Starfleet arrives and it's Riker. Uh, they basically talk them out of it and there's, they, they shoot, they shoot down some orchids. 
space orchids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. And that, that, that scene was actually crazy. Just like watching all those warbirds just totally unleash on the orchids and just like obliterating them. I was really yeah. surprised how long they stood up for, though. Yeah, it, it really looked like it was very organic, like the way they were kind of splitting up, but still hanging t- together, just like little holes getting punched in it kind of thing. That was cool. Not 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 a mechanical just like explosion. It was just like, shoo, 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 shoo. but I was like, holy crap, these guys are taking a licking. Yeah, but the, there's no one on them, right? They're, they're just automated orchids. Yeah, I think they're yeah fully automated. But okay. I don't think they had any way to know that or. They're, I mean, obviously, they're, they're going to destroy some ships. So. They're fully functional in every way. In every aspect. Yeah. Multiple right. techniques. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so they do that. Um, what else? Oh, so they yeah, they convince Dr. Sung. He's going to help you know, Rios and all them. They, they, they smuggle in one of the explosives in a soccer ball. Mm-hmm. And they bring Narek back um, to kind of get in. And this is when they start um, – Soji's opening the portal – so of course it's like a race against time. They're opening the portal, which the way that they're building it, it looks very Borg. Like it's like self replicating this. Yeah. The way it's building thing. itself up. Yeah. It looks very that Borg. Was, that was really crazy. I was like, what? Yeah. They do that. She's, she opens a portal and these, yeah, giant, like Dr. Octopus, like tentacles come out kind of thing. So that's the superior AI from somewhere else. Like, do you guys have any theories on that? Or do you think that they're going to explain it? I, I don't know. I was kind of like, what is this? And to not get anything. That was kind of the only, if I had to say there was something like disappointing about the episode, that would probably be it that we didn't get anything on that. Because okay. they, I, I was expecting some creature that we knew, something transdimensional, like species eight four seven two or something. Um, and I was like, who are these creepy crawly centipede looking dudes? What is this? Yeah, and I have no reference to those from I, anywhere else, unless no, someone else does. I, I, I got nothing. So uh, that That's that was I mean, the only part got, of the episode that threw me. Yeah, it was yeah. like you've got such a rich history of like creatures or not creatures but aliens who are mentioned and never mentioned again like dig into that and find something to use for this and yeah mechanical tentacles doesn't track on anything as far as i can tell i mean we're we're two seasons into tos i would have thought dig something deep from like the tos era but maybe they're trying to they're trying to do something new they are but uh, don't i don't know (laughs) i'm like (laughs) (laughs) don't yeah really don't do something new i if you're going to do something new, you got to flesh it out. And I get that they're probably planting a seed for the next season and stuff, but I'm like, no, don't do something new unless you can really develop it. Well, but maybe that's what season two is. It could be, but I, I feel like it would have been better to have some kind of throwback to something and then use that to develop forward into season two. Like, Why not resurrect something old that hasn't been touched? Or maybe it's like super future Borg. Maybe they've got tentacles in the, I don't, I don't know. Oh, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. They're all I... Doc Ock. Spider-Man's going to come swinging through the portal. <laughs> and then... <laughs> the huge, the biggest crossover in, in history. <laughs> all the portals open and in come all the Doc Ocks and in come all the Avengers. And in oh, all, all the people that were snapped out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they come back. That's where, that's where they went for five years was to the Star Trek universe. <laughs> they were on a five-year <laughs> mission. They were on a five-year mission. There you go. There you go. Hmm. Um... Okay, they do that. Um, oh, interesting. What? 
on on the Zhang He that Commander Riker, well, Captain Riker was commanding. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a redress of the Discovery Bridge set. Oh well, yeah, I guess because they have a, that's probably the only set they have available. Yeah, well, they have a, a, a Starfleet. Yeah, but yeah, that was uh, it was just a redress. I was yeah. like, huh, they didn't build it. So. Cool. Um. Okay, they do that. <laughs> I see. I see making face. Um. Uh, well, okay. So, what what happens to Picard? So, basically, he triggers his aromatic syndrome, or well, no? They never call it that. It's like an um, irregularity in, in his brain. What is? Yeah. What they, how does he trigger it? I don't. Did I miss that? I don't. I. My impression was it was just the extreme stress and everything that he was that he's been under. Was and it? He, well, he had he had uh, someone give him that shot too, and he was. That's what he says. Like it's just. Yeah, it's to help him keep it together. Yeah. Oh, but it's going to so like it accelerate was, it. Yeah, right. that's what the idea was, that it was killing him faster, but allowed him to function for a bit. But, oh, right. Yeah, to get to get through this whole thing. That's right. Okay, so yeah, he takes that, he dies, passes out, and then he tells Soji, I'm dying. So they beam back down. Um, and he is dead. He Captain Picard dies. Jean-Luc Picard dies. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, they transfer him into the, the Gollum. I mean, I, I think that was coming right mm-hmm. i mean everyone kind of figured that it's like <laughs> uh, yeah the only thing i was kind of going back and listening to the, our last episode and i called part picard dying but i wasn't sure if it, if they were going to put him in the golem or if they were going to transfer data back into it yeah so. yeah I, and that's the thing even just in a in their one hour spitball that we do about everything i feel like we come up with we came up with better stuff than they chose so it ends up being a little disappointing i'm like oh like we... We, we are not better than anybody else. Yeah. I'm just putting that out there. Jeff is not better than anybody else. We'll just put that out there. No. <laughs> I fully admit that. <laughs> Look at my life. No. I, I just, I don't know. It was like they chose all of the most obvious things, and that irritates me a little bit because they had set up some really cool stuff to be able to go in any direction. And yeah. then they're just like, we'll just we'll close it out and have it be the same. Same yeah. as we would have expected. Like, okay. Yeah. So I well, felt like it was well, uh, no, I, 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 I can understand that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to get into what Picard does, but there's one thing I want to tap on. So they, obviously they show them all grieving. They show Rios's or um, Rafi's upset. Elnor's crying. Um, Rios and seven talk about, Oh, you know, he's like, um, you yeah, know, I never now thought he's, I would now he's seen him. another great captain die. Yeah. yeah. And then him and, seven are sharing a bottle of uh booze it's funny so people people saw this and and, and we can get more in depth later because there's another uh, seven scene at the end i want to talk about but people online were saying like oh well she she's an alcoholic now i'm like she had like a couple drinks of thing after someone died in like a battle like i i would take a couple drinks doesn't mean you're an alcoholic right i mean it yeah, they didn't make any indication that she was an alcoholic before, right? Like, I, no, because no. once I've I mean that that would be the thing. case. Once you're an alcoholic, if you no matter how long you're in recovery, if you have another drink again, it's considered relapsing. Yeah, but, I think she hmm. just had some drinks. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not like you just fall into being an alcoholic that way. Whoops, couple down. There no, so I, okay. Yeah. yeah, so I don't understand that. People are freaking out that she's an alcoholic, but I'm like, I I think she's just had some drinks, and and. Good for her. Yeah. Right. You know, takes a, so, yeah. yeah, de-stress a little bit. Have, have a drinky drink. It's okay. They would have had to have 
Yeah, they would have needed to predicate that a lot more before for it to be a big yeah. thing, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, and then we'll talk about the other scene with with her after. Um, okay, so Picard wakes up in his chateau because they got to get as much as they can out of that set. Uh, he awakens to data like this is actually data not a dream this is data's consciousness Mm -hmm. and he's in the i think he's in the uniform from nemesis so this is data basically says you are like um you're in a computer you're in like a a storage bank a big simulation yeah 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 you're in a sim yeah he actually says simulation i can't remember that um but he says yeah i was my consciousness is stored here and he says okay you're going to go back your this isn't uh, your time but do me a favor i want you to to destroy me i like end my mm-hmm. consciousness i don't want anything left and picard agrees to it so yeah which i think you know and then of course i saw that um brent spiner has said he's like he's done playing data he is done he said he'll play lore he'll play dr sung he'll play anybody else but he's, he's he is done playing data <laughs> which i uh, if that's what he wants to do that by all means dude you've been playing it for since you know 87 yeah yeah i do get that there are times when like an actor has an iconic role like that and they decide to stop doing it and people get very angry um and i'm like you know they've been doing it for 15 years 20 years however long it's been just like if they don't want to play that character anymore they shouldn't have to You've yeah. got a long backlog to go watch through to watch them play this person. Yeah, yeah and especially yeah. with somebody like Brent Spiner, there's so many other characters they can bring him back as and that he's done over time that it shouldn't be an issue. Well, they just invented a new one. He There, there was no son before. He's yeah. Dr. You know, yeah. they created him. And um, I was going somewhere with that. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> I had a point. I don't know. I probably don't have a point. Um yeah, which I, I love too, though. So when uh, Picard gets out and he starts pulling the plug on Data's memories, Data's like on the couch having a drink. He's mm-hmm. like, he's just waiting for it to happen and he is perfectly okay with it. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah. That whole scene was great. I love that that whole scene. Well, yeah, even just the music when when they play Blue Skies yeah. underneath it. It's like, oh. That's true. Sung by... That just killed me. Do you know who was sung by? Oh, that version? Yeah. Um, I Soji? Dodge? Soji? It, by uh, the actress, uh, Iso... Oh, oh. Iso Bronos? Yeah. Oh, okay. She sung it. Um, yeah, so Picard comes out. He is basically put into a... He's a synth now. He has all the memories. and and I. So this is my kind of, I guess, one complaint. I think this was their out for the whole Aromotic Syndrome. They're like, let's just get rid of that. We're not going to kill yeah. them off. They had to get around it because it was due to kick in any time. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is funny because they could also have just completely ignored it. Because in, in All Good Things, I think Crusher even says, this could be nothing. And it could have very well been nothing because it's never mentioned again until now. So, I I mean, mm-hmm. I get it. My, my other thing was that, like, as, it, as, as they go... Um, they're like, oh, you're in a synth, but you have no superhuman powers. And we made you age how you normally would have aged. You're just yeah. you. But you're in a better body. So he can still be shot and stuff. He's still going to age normally, which I think was, I don't know, that was kind of weird, but I, but it is what it is. I mean, yeah. it, you know, you, you got to find a way to, to write around it. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, guess, I it, guess. I mean, it was, a, at least it was something that was a twist, but 
Um, so they do that. Picard goes to the La Serena with he, he has a crew now. He's got seven and Soji and Elnor. Like he, dude, he's got a ship and a crew. Yeah, everybody. It was a nice touch having everybody with the com badges yeah. that were all the same that looked like the two sirens together. Yeah, everybody was wearing them. Uh, yeah, that whole closing scene was just awesome when they're all gathered up there and everybody kind of looks back at him and uh, the the next generation music comes up in the background yep. <laughs> and he just engage and off they go. That was that great. Was, that was like, oh yeah, that's what we were all waiting for. Yeah. I think this is like, if they can get, you know, I, I would be okay if they do maybe one, two, three seasons is like kind of like a chapter one, two, three. Like, you know, the whole first season of this is like him getting a crew back together. And season two is like, we go on a mission and then season three is like, you know, he dies or something. I don't know. I, I, I'd, I'd kind of be okay with that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, he's also 78. They can't do this forever. So yeah, so that's fine. the real kicker. I think they weren't <laughs> like, we can't put him in an immortal body. Cause then what if Patrick Stewart dies in two years? Like, but he was a robot. I know. Right. They want to have the option to maybe sort of do something to keep it going. If they do at that time and they could, this gives them that option. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I think that was one of the reasons they specifically made a point of saying that no, you don't have, you're not going to be immortal. Your aging process will continue like it normally was. Blah blah blah. You don't have, yeah. you don't have superhuman strength or, or keeps them from abilities like data. Se- yeah, keeps them from having to find a 78 year old stunt double for for <laughs> <laughs> Patrick exactly. Stewart too. Yeah, or take some take some 35 year old and make him look like he's 70. Yeah, you pull the camera back, put some CG on them, they're fine. It's fine. Hey, I will say in that last scene with Data and Picard together, yeah. they did some a good job with the makeup and de-aging Data a little bit there to get him back to looking like he was at Nemesis. Like Nemesis, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I think they definitely did use some CG de-aging there, because when, when Picard sees him in the first episode out in the orchard, I dream. was like... Yeah, it's, it's definitely that, older Data. Bro- yeah, yeah. Like, that's definitely older, slightly fatter data. Like, yeah. Which we all are. Weight in the face. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's As right. you age, the weight in the face, your face becomes a little more roundy. Um, but it just was. You could see it. And then this, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. So here's where all the CG money went for that, was to this <laughs> scene. Just fine. Aw. Yeah. Um, my other thing, I so I saw, I liked how the on the, the ship, you know, you got like seven was talking to... Uh, Soji at the end, right? They they were playing what's that that Vulcan game from Voyager that Tuvok always played? Kalto. Yeah, they had Kalto on the little table, which I thought was a cool kind of throwback. Um, and then because it, it was it, it was her and uh, Soji, right? It was no, her and Rafi. Her, her and Rafi. Rafi. Holding and they were like, the, they were holding mm-hmm. hands. People are freaking out about them holding hands, and, was, and they're like, oh, she's a drunk lesbian now. I'm like, is she? Because they're holding hands. Chill the hell out. First off, who cares? I bang whoever you want to bang. Second of all, they're holding hands. I uh, a Picard and Riker gave each other a hug. Are they boning now too? I, I don't understand. Yeah. And if they are, who cares? And, yeah, and if you're not, who cares? So I the the whole thing completely confused me that people are pissed about it. I I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, but that kind of that Calto game on the uh, but yeah on the table there was a great <laughs> throwback because. Seven was the only person who would ever beat Tuvok at Kalto. Of course, because she's seven of nine. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, yeah. Then they're off on another mission. That's, that's it. That's the end of season one of Picard. What's, uh, what's your, your final feels and parting thoughts on this? Anybody? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I like it. It, it, it. I'm definitely interested in season two. I'm not necessarily waiting on pins and needles for it now. Cause I don't feel like there's a lot of stuff to carry over really. Or is um, there? I don't, that's <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there's no hints. There's not a lot of hints for me to be like excited about. So I'm sure they will. I'm sure there'll be all new stuff and it's going to be cool. And, uh, you know, what, now having watched the whole season, I definitely confirm that this was a bingeable show. This is something that I would highly recommend to anybody be like, just burn through Spetching. it. Don't take the week or whatever in between each episode. Go through all of it and like yeah. get, the, get it all as a chunk because you have to view it as a whole. Really? I think it definitely helps because there, there is a lot of plot points that I forgot that I think would be better as a whole. Yeah. So if you weren't, if you were not doing this podcast, would you watch Picard season two? I would, but honestly, because it's, I don't know if I would have watched Picard season one if I wasn't doing this podcast. Okay. Okay. That's fair enough. But a large part of that is because my wife wouldn't want to watch it. Like <laughs> trying to watch stuff that's not together is <laughs> difficult. Yeah, I guess. Especially uh, when we're together all the time. Oh, like <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. I don't, when I don't have the problem. <laughs> I'm just alone. Uh, Phil, what's your parting thoughts on this? Yeah, I. It was a really good ending to this first season. It makes me look forward to season two, and I haven't even tried or wanted to speculate about what they're gonna do because they've really left it pretty open with as for storyline or whatever wherever they want to take it they've got everybody together they have like the core crew that they want and it'll be interesting to see what happens i was really hoping that we would have some more time with hugh during the season and i really wish that they hadn't killed off Icheb. um but yeah i mean i was it, it was great to see kind of Starfleet coming to the rescue again and uh, doing the right thing and realizing, hey, somebody fucked this up. We need to go fix this and make this right and yeah. protect and protect these innocent people. So. Oh, yeah. And they they lifted the ban on synths. So, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that because we will. Picard is a Picard synth is one now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like you have to lift the ban. I don't know, uh, think it would have been interesting if they hadn't be like, now he has to play the other side of that coin kind of thing. <laughs> now, like now the card's on the lamb all the time for next season. Well, just like, yeah, I, like he's their, he's their figurehead, but at the same time, the thing that they have banned, like they banned their figure. I think that would have been an interesting yeah. duality to the show. The great but... Jean-Luc Picard is now a synth. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I, it was good. I got misty. <laughs> it, it was, uh, yeah, it, it was a good episode. I liked, yeah. I liked the season. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same. I yeah, I'm um I enjoyed it. I think I definitely want to take a break from it and then go back and like binge the whole thing. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I I liked it. I I'm always excited for new Star Trek. It's with everything going on, it's probably the last new Star Trek for at least a little bit. Um but I'm excited. It was good. I I like that people are new fans are coming into it, that they're getting exposed to it, and you know they're it's it, hey if this is what brings you into a fandom and you enjoy it, awesome. Yeah, more than happy. I'm I'm yeah. excited where they go. I'm excited for new characters. 
Um, dude, bring back DS9 people. Do a spinoff because there's this, this whole universe still exists. I would love to see Voyager DS9, like, it, you know, anything. I would love to see any of that. Is Harry Kim still an ensign? Tune into Picard season two to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you joke, Harry. but that is what I really think they should have done with this. Is like this was a chance to have like the Star Trek crossover show because Picard is but probably think... the one character you could have tied into almost everything in some way over the course mm-hmm. of his career. And like, like, I think I think the success of the season of Picard has shown them that hey, people still want to see what's going on with these characters. And I think it's really yeah. opened up a lot of options for spinoffs from other characters and other series and everything. Oh yeah. That would totally be my hope. Cause the best parts of this was seven of nine. I think that was the best part of the whole show was all of her stuff. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. I think, I think it's a balance. I think you need new characters to breathe new life into the, into the show and into the series, but then you can have those crossovers. You have those old characters that bring back old fans. Yeah. Touching the past, but reaching for the future kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm not saying saying it has, I'm not saying it has to be just that, but I mean, they had what, I guess if you count minor characters, they had like five throwback characters in this, in 10 episodes, right? Riker, Troy, seven, Hugh. That's the four I was, or, and I figured that to be a fifth. I'm not thinking of. Yeah, Picard. Well, and Data ish. (laughs) I mean, but you also can't have it just be the Star Trek variety show where everyone pops in and says hi. You know, I. But no, I. So I think at least for me, I'm glad that they did both. They had nods to the past, and then they had they have new characters driving new stories. I just would have thought like you'd think with how many people we've seen across how many shows that now that it's 20 years later, most of those people would have been promoted and been there. Like it'd be crawling with people from those other shows whether they're background characters or people he talks to a little bit i don't know but I doesn't feel like that they should have had those people play some of these other roles but doesn't that fall into the trap of like oh it's you know the enterprise is the only ship in in the quadrant or like oh captain cisco is the only other person out here we have to you know he has to help us i mean i think it's better to that it, you have to expand I would have especially focused, obviously, on TNG, Voyager, and Deep Space Nine, because like you said, those are different ships. Obviously, well, That's the, the only Enterprise other series that they could. But I'm saying, like, obviously, Enterprise, and Dis- is it Discovery also on the Enterprise, or no? No, it's on the Discovery. Oh, it is? Discovery's on the Discovery. And it's set at the same time as Pike. So yeah, it's like but, 100 years in the past. Yeah, it's, it's too far behind. It's okay, TOS era. Time. Before TOS, yeah. But I could, yeah, even if you take out the Enterprise. Noob. Yeah, I am a noob. noob. I'm just I, saying, I would have thought I, you could have, you could have peppered a, in a lot more of those other characters without okay. making it the Star Trek variety show, in my opinion. That's, that's what, yes. So the I final know. summary is there's lots of options. Yes, lots of places to go from here. And I'm um, okay with that. Yeah, so that's, um, yeah, that's it for, for this. I think for after this, we're going to go back to just our regular podcast i don't know if we're going to do for the new seasons i don't like we're not going to do do separate for discovery i think we're just going to keep to this one um as new trek shows pop up i don't know we'll we'll think about it i think we're just gonna stick to our normal podcast order um yeah we'll just play it by ear if we have spinoffs honestly it's probably going to depend on how excited we are about those other shows Mm -hmm. i'm excited for lower decks i i'm i'm curious i like the idea of that one yeah yeah, so so we'll, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, no. So join us just with our main feed. We're like still going through TOS right now. Um, yeah, come take a listen. Um, jump on board with us. Join us on this journey as we as on our trek through the stars. Yeah. <laughs>
So. All right. Uh, anybody else have any other parting thoughts? Or are we good? No. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave, do your, your last uh, thing for us here. All right. Everybody check us out at nerdtrekpodcast.com. We got our email address, links to our social medias, chat info, more stuff coming soon. Check that out. And then wherever you're listening to this is a place that pods are casted. Go on there. Give us a five-star rating and review. We'd love to read them out on the air because we've got very, very little. Yep. Yes. Awesome. Uh, th- thank you for joining us as we did these extra ones for Picard. Like I said, come join us on our main feed f- as we journey through all of Star Trek. Um, and we'll see what we have in the future, more stuff to come. So yeah. thank you everybody for listening and we will catch you on the next one. Thanks everybody. Live long and prosper. <laughs>